Okay, grab your pen and paper, friend, because if you are trying to grow a business online using social media, today's guest is going to knock your freaking socks off. Today on the Beyond Leadership Podcast, I'm joined by Lena Hale, who is a loving wife, mom of two, and a top network marketing leader turned coach. So after spending eight years at the top of her company, earning trips and cars and everything in between, Lena decided to take the skill set and experience she gained and create her own company so that she could provide coaching and mentorship to entrepreneurs. Specializing in content creation, Lena teaches women how to scale their businesses online by gaining maximum visibility, creating magnetic, viral, just incredibly powerful content that speaks to their ideal client and converts to sales. She only started her business earlier this year and is already on track to have her first six-figure income year before the end of 2021. Not only that, but her clients in just eight short months collectively had over 1.4 million views. That means 1.4 million sets of eyes on their content. When I tell you that she's absolutely brilliant when it comes to all things social media, and especially with reels, I am being 1000% truthful. So listen up, take notes. And then go follow Lena for some great ideas to grow your business. You're listening to the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Mae Chipchinski. It is my purpose in life to use the lessons I've learned from more than a decade of leadership experience in everything from business to politics to nonprofit and the military to help you become the leader you've always dreamed of having. Whether you lead a network marketing team, a Bible study, a global brand, or a family of four, every week I'm going to walk you through tangible ways to grow your influence and make your vision a reality. So if you're ready to drop the burnout and bullshit strategy you've been fed and design your own aligned leadership style, you're in the right place. Let's go. Lena, thank you so much for joining the show today. I I know I'm personally excited to have you like on a very deep personal level because I love you so much, but also I'm really excited for my audience to get to know you and your journey. So thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Yes, I am so excited. We've been talking about this for months and it feels so right and so aligned, the perfect timing. I'm just so honored. Thank you for having me. So tell me a little bit more about your journey and specifically the journey you've been on for the past 12 to 18 months, because I know you and I know you did like a complete, I won't call it a 180, but you did like a 90 degree turn in what you were doing for a living. So tell us more about that. Yeah. 90 degree. I think it is probably closer to 180. No, maybe 90 degrees for sure. But um, okay. Yeah. So I was a leader in network marketing, a top leader in a network marketing company for about eight years. And I was in leadership. I developed leaders. I was a leader of leaders in that company. And 
I loved it. It was great. It gave me a lot of skills and leadership and mentorship roles. And in addition to sales skills, you know, all the things that comes with being a leader in a network marketing company, right? And I found this nudge and I found myself, especially around the time that the world changed, as we all know, in March 2020, um, I really stepped back and started to lean into my intuition and gut and was able to hear my voice in my own head a little bit clearer. And I decided that I've always, always, always wanted to be a coach. Coaching was my favorite part of my network marketing business. And I knew that I wanted to be a high-level coach. I had done a coaching, completed a coaching certification, and it's just always been in my DNA to be a mentor and to be a leader. And so I was presented with opportunities to be able to do that on a bigger platform. And I just had a nudge in my spirit Mm -hmm. that it was time to take my coaching and mentorship and share it with more entrepreneurs on a bigger platform than just within my company. So I started my own company, Lena Hale Co. And it is my coaching company where I coach entrepreneurs to really step into their vision and in their purpose. So that is what has been happening to me for the last really, really heavily the transition happened about nine-ish months ago, about November, December, 2020. And it's just been amazing Mm -hmm. and uphill since then. So I've been through similar shifts at different points in my life, but the question that I have coming up, you mentioned your intuition specifically. I'd love for you to talk more about that and kind of how do you know when this intuition is more than just this like dissatisfaction or this weird thing that you're feeling? When is it time to actually shift that dream and act on it? Yeah, that is such a deep question. And you know, what's so cool about that question that you just asked is that I wouldn't have been able to clearly answer that probably a year and a half ago, which is giving me some awareness right now of how far in my personal growth I have come when it that I have come when it comes to feeling in alignment. And I really feel very passionate and deeply about this and so I love that you asked that question because I've always on a deep level been intuitive. I've always had mm-hmm. very deep vibes, deep gut feelings. Uh, sometimes that were unexplainable to other people or I felt myself constantly having to overexplain myself because I just knew I, I didn't always know the why. I just knew I just knew I knew in my gut and in my heart and in my soul different things right in in all areas of my life. And so here's here's the here's the tricky part is that sometimes I feel, like those of us who are high achievers get our identity wrapped up in our titles and in our roles. And 
I so deeply wrapped myself and my identity up into the role that I was in as a leader. So much so that what I was not doing is I was not allowing space for my intuition and for my gut feelings. And I fought them a lot. And it was a mixture. And I know many people will probably relate to this, but when things aren't always going the best, or you're not hitting numbers like you think you should, or you're down on yourself, or in your, you're in an, uh, a valley, I guess you could say. It's hard mm-hmm. to get into your intuition and, and say, am I wanting to go a different direction because that's truly what's being put on my heart and in my spirit? Or am I just looking for a cop-out? Is like that just a crutch for me? And... I really had to learn how to trust myself and trust that I had a nudge and that I kept doing things and I kept hitting a wall, not physically, but in my energy. When my energy was feeling depleted and I was feeling no joy and not like I was contributing good enough, I knew that it was time for a change. And Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been able to get into that and dive into that, I don't think, had the world not stopped in 2020. That is one of the silver linings Mm -hmm. I have found for me is that I believe that for my own personal, uh, for lack of a better term, experience with what happened the world slowing down, it forced me to slow down and be separated from any outside influence that would make me question my own alignment and intuition. And what I will say about that too, just to kind of end on that note is I really, really pushed down my gut and my intuition and fought those feelings a lot up until last year because I felt like they were kind of a weakness when really I realized that they were actually my superpower. And so, yeah, I, I think that because I felt the need to over-explain and sometimes I didn't have an explanation of why I made this decision or what was making me feel this way or, or I, I wasn't really embracing that part of myself. I, realize now Mm -hmm. that it's actually a superpower of mine because when I, and I've embraced that because now I feel like I can not only trust myself, but I can now teach my clients how to do the same and how to listen to that inner nudge and that inner voice. And so I think it's going to be a different experience for everybody, but I think I think the true answer is if you give yourself space to get quiet enough to be alone with yourself, you deep down know when it's a nudge and when it's time to make a shift. Mm -hmm. And I love that you mentioned that this wasn't something that you, you know, you were at a low point in one of your valleys and you were like, oh, I hate this. I need to do something else. You were, when you decided to, make the shift and step away from your network marketing business, you were at the top. 
you were doing really well, right? You had hundreds of customers. You had a huge team. You were doing the damn thing. And you still had this intuition, this feeling that was like, this is good, but there's something else that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we fight our alignment sometimes because of the expectations that we think we have to live up to within ourselves, mm. with other people, with what uh, I think sometimes we question. I've gotten this far. Why would God pull me away from this role? Like, are you sure that's you talking up there? Like, are you sure? Like, are you sure that you're calling me to this new thing? Because for so long, I, I wanted where I was, but what I had to surrender was that God had something greater for me and I have, and, and you are all about alignment and so am I. I believe that that's mm -hmm. one of the things that's missing in our society is that we constantly look to everybody else on social media for validation instead of looking for within in our own alignment to see what feels right in our body physically, spiritually, in our mind, what are the physical symptoms that happen after you leave a situation and you get this weird nudge and you can't explain it? Those are not things to ignore. Those are warning signs. Those are red flags that maybe it's time to move on to a different chapter or reevaluate where we are in our journey. So speaking of social media, and I know now you work in this world of social media, how do we get up the nerve to go forward and do the new thing when our entire life on social media is one thing, right? And we're about to shift it to something else. And that's going to, in a lot of cases, call in some negativity from our old friends, our old audience, our old whatever that was good then, but isn't good now. How do you get up the nerve to do it knowing that you're going to have to deal with that? Oh, this is where personal growth has come in and my coaches have been everything. So the first thing I would say is getting a support system where you don't have to over-explain yourself. One thing that I've learned in the last year is that if you have to over explain yourself to the people in your life, they're not the people that are supposed to be in your life. Period. Dot. End of story. Amen. <laughs> Amen to that. Like if you have to over explain, you need to reevaluate. And that that's a hard lesson to learn, but it's the truth. The second thing that I would say. One thing. I'm, well, can I jump in here? Cause yeah. I think it's important. One, we don't want to over explain. Right. But we also don't want to surround ourselves with yes men and yes women. Oh, right. Gosh. Yeah. It's one thing to, it's one thing to not feel like you have to explain things into super great detail, but it's another thing not to have your friend go, you sure about that? Have you thought about this? <laughs> right. It's like, like balance. please <laughs> call out my crazy idea. Tell me like, Maybe you shouldn't sell your house and live in a van down by the river. <laughs> right, right. It's that like, it's the perfect balance, right? Like you have to have the pendulum. It can't be one way or the other. It's got to be in the middle. I'm right there with you. I need somebody to keep me in line as well every now and then. 
Right. If I want a yes man, I'll go to my toddler. <laughs> right, right. And even then, you know, you may not, you may not get that, right? So sometimes it's no, no mama, right. no mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And just wait till they get older. It just it becomes no more and more every every day. So yeah, I agree with you. And I think that you have to have the pendulum. I, I I'm so glad that you said that because you do have to have that balance of not having to overexplain, but also have good people in your life who want the best for you and know when it's time to interject every now and then in a loving way, right? In a loving way, especially for our strong personalities. Uh, So that is definitely one thing. The second thing I will say is not being afraid to invest in coaches and being communities that elevate you. I was in such a scarcity mentality of trying to figure out how am I going to pay for, you know, to invest in a coach and how I'm going to do this. The thing that people, uh, I think don't understand is that when you invest in the right coach and in the right community and in the right aligned where you feel, even if on paper, it does not make sense. If you feel supernaturally aligned with someone God will always make a way. You don't have to figure out the how. You just have to follow that nudge. And he's the super natural, right? Like that, that's what it's all about. And so getting in the room with people who are going to support your dreams and don't need you to be anybody else other than yourself and accept you. The other thing This was, I would say, the biggest shift for me when it came to being worried about that because, hello, I'm a recovering people pleaser. It's so funny because I'm both. I can be sassy. I can be like, bam, in your face. I can, you know, like I'm very, I'm not afraid of confrontation. I can handle it. But I also am a people people pleaser or recovering people pleaser at heart. So I have both. I swing. I swing to both. Mm-hmm. It's either kind of like an all or nothing, all or nothing, all or nothing. And that's a pattern in all the areas of my life because I am so passionate regardless of what area it looks like. One of the things that I will never forget, one of my amazing coaches told me was simply this statement that I held with me for my journey on. And it was, Other people's opinions are not equivalent to God's purpose on your life. In the big scheme of things, their opinions are not equal to what God is calling you to. And that stuck Mm -hmm. with me and reminded me that I could trust myself and gave me the confidence to not worry about it because I knew that I had this bigger call in my life. And that's what mattered, not the opinions of others. It was hard sometimes, but I just had to keep reminding myself of that motto over and over and over again. Okay. I know it's hard to believe, but 2022 is almost here. I know everything has been blending together for the last 18 months and the only reason I really know it's almost the end of the year is because the weather in Wisconsin is getting colder. But the fact remains, 2021 is almost over. So let's do a quick check-in. What were your goals at the beginning of the year? 
And where do you stand on getting those goals accomplished? If you're feeling like you're behind the game, you're not alone, trust me. And while I can't offer you some magic potion to make all of your wildest dreams come true, I can give you a leg up moving into 2022. See, what I found is that so many of us who are wearing multiple hats, you know, mom, business owner, wife, accountant, Michelin star McNugget chef, we aren't where we want to be because we don't know how to unlock our strengths and turn them into superpowers. So what I've done is I've opened up limited spots on my calendar this winter for some fluff-free personal development, the no-shit steps to take to better understand yourself, your strengths, what you want out of your business, and how the hell to get yourself there. Are you interested in making actual purposeful changes in your life instead of just being inspired to maybe, possibly, someday change? If that's you, reach out today to see if one of these limited intensives, usually exclusively for my one-on-one clients, could be a good fit for you. So aside from that great piece of advice, what have you learned as you've gone on this adventure from the world of network marketing to the world of solopreneur business owner? Because that's a huge shift, right? I know in network marketing, you know, they say you are your own boss, you own your own business, and it's true to an extent, but on the opposite side of that coin, like you also get a box in the mail with instructions on how to do the business. Yes, yes, yes. You don't get that as a solopreneur. No. So listen, I am a freedom, freedom, freedom and flexibility kind of girl. And Mm -hmm. what I realized moving into solopreneur life is this life is the life that has been waiting for me and I've been waiting for it for a really, really long time. It's a beautiful world over here, in my opinion. I love it because I get to structure my day the way that I want. I get to only have to say yes to the things that feel good and feel aligned. My offers, what I, you know, my clients, my group coaching offers, my, all the things that I have out there are all huge, like gigantic hell yeses for me. There is no half. There's no half yeses or feeling like I have to do something out of commitment, you know, to somebody else or I'm being held at this standard or that standard. Everything for me mm-hmm. is a no-brainer, yes, that is what I'm focusing my energy on. And so I show up differently in the world. I show up differently. And actually, I thrive over in this environment because I am able to only say yes, right? I don't have this box or this cage where I can only go so far. I have this arena now where the the things are limitless. I could do as many offers or as many things that I want to put out there. And that's not to say that there's not challenges. We all know as entrepreneurs and solopreneurs, right, that there is challenges. You know what my favorite part about this is? And this is going to be bold, but I'm just going to say it. And I know you don't mind bold. I love 
feeling like I'm getting paid for my gifts and talents and what I'm worth. And I love that there's not a middle person. That's my favorite thing about it. I love that there's not a middle. It is a beautiful, energetically aligned transaction between myself and the client. And Mm -hmm. I love that. That is probably my favorite thing. So I've taken this skill set that I have mastered, I feel like, in leadership and in mentorship and all the things that I learned that I would not be the coach I am today without having my network marketing. Like that was the thing that gave me the foundation to be the coach that I am today. And I believe that I repurpose those gifts and have this new uh, platform that I get to mentor and lead on a on a deeper level than I was able to before. And I, I love that because so many people leave network marketing and they're jaded and they talk a lot of shit mm-hmm. and I don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. And I know you don't either. I came from a network marketing background, just like you. And I, I loved it. There were a lot of things about it that I loved and I gained a lot of skills and I gained a lot of self-awareness but the way you put that, you know, it it takes out the middleman. That's that's the perfect way to explain it. A lot of people, especially people that want to get their feet wet in the world of entrepreneurship, right? They need that business in a box that you get with network marketing. And a lot of times that business in a box, once you do that for a while, you're successful, you gain those skills. That's like a springboard for starting something else. And that's not good and that's not bad. That's neutral. But if you're gaining the skills and you have more to offer than is available in that box, why not go do your own thing? (laughs) Yes. Amen. (laughs) Amen. I love how you put it as a springboard. Why would you not? Right? Like, let's get curious. I think that, I think network marketing, I'm I'm with you. I'm not jaded by it. I don't feel any kind of way about it other than just gratitude for giving me the skill set that I have. Let me just tell you something. Network mm-hmm. marketers turn entrepreneurs or solopreneurs are some of the most hardworking Because you learn so much grit and resilience and basic Uh foundational skills that you have to have to be a solopreneur. So I love that you put Uh it that way as a springboard because I think people, people don't realize the greatness that they have in them that they may be able to use their skills and their own gifts and their own unique blueprint and purpose in the world. And they may be able to do it in addition to their network marketing in a different arena, or they may be able to do it on a deeper platform in a different way. It just looks, it's, you're just, it's in a different outfit, right? It's in a, a different look, a different style. And I think that we have to give ourselves credit and just get curious about it. And I think so many people are afraid to get curious, but I don't think you have to be. I think getting curious about what makes you uniquely you, even if you just get curious to know that, 
you know, this is going to start diving into the social media aspect of it. But we live in a world today where people value authenticity. They don't want to see fake. They don't want to see put together perfect. They want Mm -hmm. real. You're what we call differentiator, whether you're a network marketer, you're an entrepreneur, is you. It's who you are. It's the music you listen to. It's the way you show up in your stories if you're scaling your business online, right? It's that lifting the veil behind the scenes. And so even if it was just you getting curious about what else can I teach people and what else do I have to offer, I think it's worth getting curious about because we're powerful. We're much more powerful than I think Mm -hmm. we give ourselves credit for. Absolutely. So you brought up social media because I know that's your jam. That's your thing. That's what you do. So I can't let you go without really quickly talking short form video. Oh, yeah. Right. That's the way of TikTok. That's apparently, according to Instagram itself, the way Instagram is moving. How? <laughs> How do we, as entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, moms, wives, business owners, all the hats, still find the energy and creativity to do short form video? Because it's one thing when you can batch a bunch of photos, change your outfit three times, and put on a fake smile and post it on social media, right? But it's another thing when you have to like, exude energy <laughs> and creativity because you can't just reuse the same audio. How? Uh, yeah. I love this question. I get this question <laughs> all the time, all the time. Okay. So I'm going to give you like a, a power packed bullet pointed rundown for you for how I would do this. So the first thing that I'm going to say is have what I call a content creation VIP day. This is literally you getting your note section out in your phone or a notebook, whatever you, whether you're a phone person, a notebook, maybe you're both, maybe you're post-its, I don't know. But you need to brain dump all of the things that you can teach. What are all of the things that you cannot help yourself but talk about? What are all the things that you teach What are all the things you can teach somebody? So from there, we identify what's important to us, right? Because I may talk about reels and TikTok and all of those things, right? And how to scale your business online. But I also talk about mindset stuff. I do some little mic drop zingers every now and then, right? I have mom life. I have Mm -hmm. those things. And so I know you love the mic drop zingers. We love each other's mic drop, mic drop zingers, right? (laughs) Uh, Mic drop Monday motivations. You know, I seem to, for some reason, I seem to feel them on Monday for whatever reason. That's, that happens. But I, there's all these things. Carry the sass from the week and then the week. (laughs) Right, right. So My point in that is get your notes out and just start like pretending like you're talking to a friend. What's on your mind? What are you talking about? What are you doing, right? So teaching about, talking about, what are you passionate about? 
start like typing some of those things out. If you wanted to go a step further, you could then categorize them. Okay, this is teaching. This is SAS. <laughs> this is mindset. This is like, you know, this is mom life. This is whatever those pillars, those three to five things that you just cannot help but talk about, they're in your DNA. That's your unique blueprint. So from there, mm-hmm. what I have found is getting in alignment with how I feel that week. I have this big bank of things to pick from. So if I'm not in a teaching mood, then I might not teach. I might not do something that I can teach. I might go do something that I can, I'm feeling sassy and I've got something to say. Here are the five things that you need to walk into this week to walk into your power, right? That's the mood. When mm-hmm. I when I can align myself with energetically how I'm feeling and pull from a place where I wasn't pressured to come up with content, it was a place of flow and I can pull from that. It's much easier to show up and be motivated when it's something that you're feeling in the moment, right? The second thing I would say is doing batch filming. I know you probably know, you. I know you know about batch filming, but those of you who are listening who don't know what batch filming is, mm-hmm. batch filming is when just like Sarah just said, where you take other outfits and you take pictures and you smile, it's kind of that same idea except for you create content. So you set aside an hour and a half to two hours and knock out three or four videos and save them in your drafts. And just do that when you get that momentum and that feeling and you're feeling it because once you start doing it, it kind of becomes fun a little bit. Like even if you're drained of energy, it's like once you start doing it and you're in the zone, it's much easier just to knock three or four out than try to film one one day and then film one the next day and then do one three days from now. Get Change your clothes. Mm -hmm. Grab a couple different shirts. Grab your blue light glasses. Grab your hat. Grab some sunglasses. Grab some props like your phone or a notebook or a water bottle. Because what you can do is it can it can look like you've been filming on different days. And but the beautiful thing is during the week, you've got all these drafts to pick from. So there was one day, mm-hmm. Sarah, this is like crazy, but this is probably my like, I don't know, maybe a manic-ish tendency. I don't know. Sometimes when I get on a roll though, I had like probably 12 or 15 drafts that I created. And can I just tell you it felt so good because I am not somebody, even though I teach social media, a lot of times my stuff is posted on the fly on what I'm feeling. And I need to have Mm -hmm. options to pick from so that it can feel aligned energetically and it doesn't drain my energy. So I actually had a lot of those. So Mm -hmm. batch, batch filming would be another tip. Um, as well. And just DMing yourself, messaging yourself little, like if you are scrolling and you're giving yourself and allowing yourself space to guiltlessly, guiltlessly, okay, consume without putting the pressure to perform, you're going to start noticing, oh, I like that. Oh, I could do this with my business. Oh, I could do this twist on it. It's when you put yourself 
in a pressure pinch, that's when your creativity, the creative door in your brain shuts off, right? It shuts down. So guiltlessly giving yourself space to just consume freely and also batch filming is going to be your best friend, period, dot, end of story. Like that, that is my biggest tips for finding that motivation and just getting it done. I love it. I personally love batch filming and I love that you say not to just, you know, block out two hours in your calendar, but to do it when you feel energetically aligned to do it. Yeah. Cause I used to do, you know, I'm going to, this is my content creation, 90 minutes for the week. And I'd get to that point and I'd be like, I don't feel like it. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) And you can tell I did it. You can tell what reels those are because if you go look at my reels page, it's like, oh, there's four reels of her in the exact same outfit and she is not on her dance moves today. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did it because I had to. And when you do it because you have to, right. you're going to freaking hate it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. That's the trick. Like I'm whispering to you right now. Like that's the trick. The secret is, you just manically, if that's what your personality, you manically just <laughs> knock them out when you're feeling it. Like, don't waste a good hair day and makeup day because I don't know about you, but yes. but sometimes, listen, I am a glamour girl, but let me just tell you, I also am a messy bun, blue light glasses kind of girl too. So when I'm feeling it, and I know because you're my red lip twinsy. You, we, me and you, we have mm-hmm. red lip twinsy sisters for life, right? Um, A1 from day one. And we feel some kind of way, both of us, we talk about this. We feel some kind of way when we put that red lip on. So my point is that's the body armor to me. Yes. Yes. Like get, do it when you are feeling aligned. If a, every, if 90 minutes a week is not happening then just forget it. Just drop that. If you get a whim on a Saturday night randomly to film 12 different pieces of content, then do it because guess what? Your future self will thank you. When I was in launch for my group mastermind, three of the reels that I did during the week of my launch, I actually filmed six months ago that were just sitting in my drafts. And I just was like, I don't know what I want to use this for. And then here comes launch week. And I'm like, oh, ooh, that's perfect. Ooh, I like that. And I had that option because I just randomly Mm -hmm. went on a batch film binge one day. And your future self will thank you (laughs) is what I have to say about that. All right. You heard it here first. Permission to binge TikTok and Reels. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. All right. Lena, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I love the tips. And if people want more content creation tips, Instagram hacks, short form media info, uh, they can go find you on Instagram, obviously, and TikTok, also obviously. Yeah. But how else can they get in touch with you? Yeah. So, uh, I also have email. So if you are somebody who likes to email, it's lena hale co at gmail.com. 
But really, the easiest way to contact me is through DM on Instagram. And my Instagram and TikTok handle are both just at Lena Hale. Bless. I don't know how I got so lucky that I was able to do my name (laughs) across the board, but thank you. (laughs) So yeah, that's how we can connect. And I will be sure to link it in the show notes. Perfect. All right, Lena, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I sincerely hope that you got something out of today that you are going to be able to take and use on your journey to wherever it is you're going. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe and share your takeaways on social media. Don't forget to tag me at Sarah May Ski on Instagram. While you're waiting for the next episode, please check out our exclusive Beyond Leadership community over on Facebook to connect with more like-minded and like-hearted individuals dedicated to learning, leading, and encouraging right alongside you every day. Until next time, let's go.